0: Welcome to Heartbeat of Humanity, a podcast series for staff and volunteers in the Red Cross, Red Crescent movement working with mental health and psychosocial support services. My name is Jesper Gule and I'm a communications officer working for the IFSC Reference Center for Psychosocial Support. Today we will talk about sleep. And before I present this episode's guest, I would like you to do not me, but yourself a favor. A small exercise that will help you sleep better. If you are driving or doing something else which requires your full attention, please just listen. But if you can, I would like you to either stand straight or sit upright. If you sit down, let your hands rest on your thighs. If you stand up, let your hands rest on your hips. You can also let one hand rest on your stomach to feel your breathing. Your shoulders should be relaxed and lowered. Breathe slowly and feel the air fill your midsection. Not your chest, but your midsection. If you feel that your breathing is too abrupt or too shallow, you can make a hissing sound to make sure that only a little air leaves your body when you exhale. Notice if your belly expands in an even tempo when you exhale. This exercise in deep breathing will help you sleep better and overall, it will also help you relax. Just like stress and anxiety can make your breathing shallow and abrupt, Deep breathing exercises can make us let go of our anxieties, and stress and anxiety are one of the reasons why many people have problems sleeping. Practice for a couple of minutes a day, and not only will you sleep better and experience less stress, but you will also feel more inspired and creative. It is hard to feel anxious and be created at the same time. If you like this exercise, I highly recommend that you go to the IFRC Psychosocial Center Facebook page. Every Friday, the IFSC Psychosocial Center posts a new exercise, not just breathing exercises, but all kinds of self-care exercises ranging from practicing your physical balance to exercises in how to appreciate others. And now to today's topic and today's guest. Iya Susanna Akasha is a technical advisor in the IFSC Psychosocial Center, and she's also the author of several books, one of them being about sleep. Yeah, Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I would like to begin by challenging you a bit. This is a podcast for Red Cross, Red Crescent staff and volunteers. Why should humanitarians learn about sleep?
1: We should learn about sleep because we are um, dealing with uh, emergencies and we need to be prepared. So we need to learn to sleep well, because if we don't sleep well, we cannot function well. Basically, we sleep because we need to be awake. And if we are not able to be awake, then we can't do our necessary work in any emergency.
0: What are the reasons why so many people don't sleep well or don't sleep enough these days?
1: You can actually say that it all goes back to Edison. Because sleep, the number of hours that people slept, went down after the introduction of electrical light. And over the century since that, um, we have seen that more and more people don't sleep well. They don't sleep enough and they don't sleep well enough. And the reason for that is that there's more and more uh, things that intrude on our sleep, the time we dedicate to sleep. Um, so for the time being, um, it, it's, it's all the IT equipment that we take into the bedroom. We take our mobile phones, we take our laptops, we look at the television. We do everything instead of um, having a, a period where we calm down before going to sleep. So that's one reason. Another reason is stress. When people are stressed and you can also get be stressed because you don't want to miss out. So you have to check everything, TikTok, Instagram, what have you, Facebook, not to miss anything. And that's, that's a kind of stress. So you could say all other kind of stresses would also make you not be able to sleep because when you're stressed, your level of what we call arousal, all the processes in the, in, in the body and mind, they, they are accelerated, and then it's uh, difficult to sleep. So one thing was IT. Second was stress. Third thing that I'd like to mention is a bit different. And that is actually that also with, with all the, our time spent on social media, many people are actually getting harassed. So if, for instance, women over the world speak up, they are getting harassed. So anxiety, not only stress, but also anxiety can be a reason, and worry can be a reason that we don't sleep well.
0: One thing on our mind all over the world is the COVID-19 pandemic. Has that influenced uh, our sleep and our sleep patterns?
1: Yeah, and it's also influenced the dreams. There's been studies into what people dream about during the COVID-19. So there's a collective dream body um, that is being actually being researched right now. But let me start with uh, what you asked. Do people sleep and not sleep very well during COVID-19? Some do. Uh, People that are able to put their worries aside, but other people would be worried and and they don't sleep well during COVID-19. So one thing that's really important to get through for humanitarians, Everybody else is that it's normal not to sleep well for a few nights after you have been through a crisis event. Nobody will be able to sleep well. We will all have wake up in the middle of the night and, and think we, we, we remember what was worrying us or we have difficulties falling asleep because we think about what just happened. So that's normal, but that should only be for a few nights. Um so if you if somebody has been worrying um about the pandemic and how things are going to ha- what things wh- what is going to happen how they're going to manage um that will impact their sleep quality and also the length of time that they sleep and this is when they should do something about it so in fact people need to do something about their sleep what is important to know here is that um, there are mental techniques where you learn to park your worries. There are other techniques, depending on what your problem is. And um, the main thing is that in order to to be awake, you need to be awake. And in order to sleep, you need to be able to relax. And and that's a difficult thing if you're stressed or if you're worried because if you're worried you will lie there and you will think oh, I'm not getting my sleep and what am I going to do and why did this happen and, and I can't, I don't know what to do so you can actually learn you can, you can also learn not to sleep well by worrying and and that's a problem for some people that their insomnia is not only acute but it becomes chronic because they don't you know sort of learn what to do in time
0: I think most people can relate to what what you're describing. Uh, you lie in bed, you toss and turn, your thoughts are everywhere and you can't sleep. So what should you do?
1: Well, first of all, you need to find out why you don't sleep well. I mean, worries are not just worries. Worries can also be that you don't sleep because you are, you've been drinking too much caffeine or coke or tea during the day. So you need to look at the overall what has happened during the day. Have you been very active? Have you been inactive? Have you exercised? Have you received upsetting news. So depending on what is going on in your life, um, there are different techniques that you can learn. Basically, everybody needs to learn to, to relax. And relaxation is an active process. Um, another set of techniques that you can learn is to meditate. And mindfulness is, uh, is a um, technique used by many these days that they will also help you sleep better than there are techniques about putting your worries aside, uh, that we call mental techniques. Um, And I can give you a few examples of of each of those, and we can try one.
0: Yes, let's let's do that.
1: Yeah. So there's a funny technique that will work, um, help you relax, but it will also help on your worries. The reason being that when you think, whenever you're thinking about something, you will use muscles. Muscle activities accompanies um, worries or thinking processes. So let's imagine that you're lying in bed and you're just thinking too much and you're worrying because, oh now I'm not sleeping because I need to get up tomorrow or it's difficult to fall asleep for some reason tonight. And then what you can do is you can softly keep your eyes closed and relax the area around your eyes. Feel that your eyes are dropping back into the socket of the eyes. Like if I was throwing a stone into a still sea or, or, yeah, or a lake, and you can see the ripples so that you will relax around the eyes, behind the eyes. The forehead will be completely free from wrinkles. You will relax, take a deep in-breath and out-breath. You will relax your chin, your cheeks, and all this through the scalp of your head. Imagine that there's more space between each straw of hair. Let your mouth be partially open or partially closed. And imagine that every in-breath, it's like a broad stream of air coming into your body and coming out. Release the jaw and already I'm becoming more relaxed when I do it, because I've learned to do this as a reflex. So what you do is you practice and practice your different techniques so that they become a reflex that you can use if you are in in a situation where you need to fall asleep. There are other techniques, um, and imagine you're in a crowded place, there's a party going on. I was using this technique recently, there was a party going on, And instead of getting annoyed, um, I would imagine I would mentally make a picture of a party I had been to and develop it in all kinds of details and use the sounds from the party to to enhance the the party that I was in, in my mental mind. Um, If if it's worries, you can um, decide to put them aside by simply saying no to them. Um, All these techniques are, are, are more thoroughly described in some materials that we have developed, so they're there for everybody to look up.
0: When you say, you can say no to your worries, what do you mean?
1: I mean that every time there's a worry coming your way, you will simply say, go away, or say, no, stop. So every time you have a thought, you say, stop, stop. And in the beginning, you will find that you will say stop many times, and then you'll find that... Um, the, the spaces between you have to say stop gets longer and longer. And that's, uh, that's a very old technique. Actually, it was used for people meditating in, 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 the, in, the, uh, in the medieval times. And it's still very useful if you need to concentrate and you have intruding thoughts. So you can simply say stop to them and, and you can learn to control and f- direct your focus elsewhere.
0: That's uh, very useful. You said before that you can find these materials Where can you find them?
1: Uh, We have some material that we have on the PS Centre website on on sleeping well, and there's also a small uh, poster that we used that we wrote in in one emergency, and that was because um, caregivers in that emergency caregivers didn't know how to care for their children um, because the children were worried at night, and then the parents got all upset, and, and nobody slept a wink. Um, so teaching about teaching people about sleep and, and what happens during sleep and the importance of sleeping well is really um, one thing that we should do as humanitarians. And of course, there's much more to it than we have gone over in, in this podcast. You need to know um, how to, to talk to somebody who has difficulty sleeping. You need to do some psychoeducation that it's normal and natural not to sleep well after an emergency and, and what people can do. You need to think about or discuss with people what the sleep thieves are. I have mentioned um, caffeine, and that will be drinks containing caffeine, but it can also be medication. Um, I have um, There's other things you also need to know about the architecture of sleep, that for a normal person, very often people are surprised when I say this, for a normal person, it takes about 15 minutes. You're well rested. It will take you 15 minutes to fall asleep you need to to then know that in the in the light sleep stage that follows after you, you go to bed and, and lie down for fifteen minutes and fall asleep and you lie with your um down or whatever you have around you on your pillow and and, and you and, and install yourself. During the light sleep, um you will very easily be woken up. So this is when we wake up if if there's a small noise Or we can be woken up because we have a worry and then we look at the watch and say, oh, I haven't slept a wink. But in fact, most people who say they don't sleep, they sleep much more than they think they do. Many, many studies have shown that. Um, We need to um, inform humanitarians that they're not heroes if they don't sleep for three nights, actually. They need to know that they make poor decisions uh, and they, after five nights of sleep, they can have uh, micro psychotic episodes where they see things coming out of the walls. And that's not very good when you're there to support other people. So there's so many things that we need to learn and that we need um, to support our communities with knowledge about how to sleep well.
0: But how do you assess how much sleep you need?
1: You do um, you do a sleep diary. Um, There are several sleep diaries that we have one that we use when we do the webinars that we can, um, that we have on the website, which is a very easy sleep diary that you fill out for some nights so that you can see what is a problem. Um, Then you, you, um, you you can find out whether it is because I take my phone to bed. Um, You talk to people about how they use their IT um, and, and Um, I'd like to also mention one thing that is um, very often the most common uh, advice we are giving people, not we, but many are giving people um, to sleep well, and that is only use the bed for sleep and sex, sorry. But um, in in emergencies, sometimes we and and the people we serve, they have to just sleep wherever. Uh, and, And if you've only learned to sleep when you're in your bed, um, that's not very helpful. So you should actually be able to sleep also when you go to to, to new places. Um,
0: but how do you practice that?
1: Well, you practice the techniques that help you fall asleep. Um, being relaxed, knowing how to relax or how to breathe deeply, how to do your mindfulness exercises, how to do your stretches or your yoga, how to simply just be you without all the disturbances that that all the IT equipment or the the social media, Um, you need to be able to do that. So you need to practice not all the time being alert and have your attention focused outwards. You need to focus inwards as well.
0: Thank you, Ea, for enlightening us about sleep. You have been listening to Heartbeat of Humanity, a podcast series for Red Cross, Red Crescent Movement staff and volunteers about mental health and psychosocial support. In this episode, technical advisor Ea-Susanne Akasha explained the importance of sleep and how we can sleep better. On the IFRC Psychosocial Center website, you can find many more resources about mental health and psychosocial support. Resources include manuals, webinars, policy documents, program materials, educational videos, and information about upcoming trainings, workshops, and events. In the show notes for this podcast, you can find the links to the mentioned resources about sleep on the Psychosocial Center website. My name is Jesper Gule, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this Heartbeat of Humanity podcast. Remember that mental health matters.